Welcome to the Intuitive Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anthony Rafferty, medical doctor, PhD, Reiki and shaman intuitive healer. I'm here to bring you on a journey of holistic healing that explores the science of the physical body combined with mental and emotional well-being, energetic and spiritual health. I'm so excited to bring you on this journey and today we will be exploring why I even decided to make this podcast in the first place. So it's been such a beautiful journey to get here and I'm just so excited to get started with this. I feel like it's going to be a really special, a special journey for everybody that gets involved, that listens, that shares. And I'm really hoping that this will be a really safe space to explore all aspects of our health. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about, uh, in this first episode, why I've decided to record something like this, why it's really needed, and um, just give you a little bit of background as to how I've reached this point. So I suppose we get stuck in, um, and I suppose I'll tell you a little bit first of all as to how we even came to recording this podcast, and it was through what I feel is a beautiful divine inspiration with the coming together of the most um, perfect people at the right time that just had a collective vision as to what we wanted to achieve. And, you know, the more that we talked about it and the more we put the intention out into the universe, everything just, it came together so easily and literally at the most perfect of times. And we are recording this podcast first episode on the back of me coming from an absolutely magical weekend of shamanic healing um, in which we did some deep work, really looking into the shadows within our souls, essentially, that keeping us uh, or that keep us from stepping fully into our own power. And it was really, really interesting, actually, because what I explored over the weekend was how to live truly authentically and what that looked like for me. And as a gay man, as someone that's had to come out in life, that obviously came with its own challenges and the journey that I've had to work through with regard to what shame looks like, what guilt looks like, what people pleasing looks like, and what holding a facade for so many years of my life looked like. Um, and how that deeply impacted me and kind of how I evolved as a, as a man that really had no idea who I truly authentically was on the inside behind all of these facades that I'd created to keep me safe in this world. And slowly through my journey of healing, which I'm hoping to share with you through, you'll get a taste of it within this podcast, but as we move forward through many episodes, um, is that it is possible for us to shed the skins of our conditioning, of our family expectations, of the intergenerational traumas and wounds that we carry, to really find ourselves in all of that and who we are and what our journey here is and what it looks like to truly be authentic in our own sense of self. And, you know, it was really, really interesting because I'm a medical doctor, but I've also trained in shamanic work. I've trained as a Reiki practitioner. I have done nutrition work. I have, I have journeyed with so many different elements. And at the time, I didn't realize that all of these things that I was like scurrying away in the books for or learning were going to lead to this beautiful 
collective um, sharing of elements for every aspect of our being. And, you know, I couldn't have imagined that each of the stages of this journey would lead to, to the most beautiful development of my own practice. Um, but also to this podcast, in which I'm hoping to share all of these things in. But what was really, really interesting in that was, you know, this weekend journeying with authenticity was my fears surrounding fully stepping into my role as an intuitive healer that combines Western medicine and energetic work and believes very wholly in complementary therapies in energy healing in things that sometimes are discounted or disregarded by the mainstream medical system and what I realized was that it was almost like I was coming out again it was another coming out as something or somebody that was different to the norm so it's it was a beautiful realization over the weekend that this podcast essentially is me coming out to the world as a different type of medical practitioner that values all aspects of our being and not just the physical body. So we uh, the group I was with was so beautiful and we all joked about, oh my God, Tony, how many times do you have to come out to the world? And I probably will continue to have to journey with that for, for a lot of my life as I evolve, my practice evolves, and I learn from all of the beautiful clients that come through my door. I learn from the people that will listen to this podcast and leave feedback. And that is truly a magical place to be in, you know? But it's really, really amazing to fully see myself in that and despite the fear that I hold around coming out in this space and coming out 20 years ago as as a gay man I'm feeling the fear and I'm going to do it anyway because I feel that the world needs to to hear that there are other ways to heal it's not just one size fits all so you know a lot of us aren't taught that we need specific tools going into this, you know, and that is something that I needed to journey with alongside the path of the medical professional. So when I was living in Sheffield at the time, there was this magical Buddha center. Oh my God. I felt like it saved my life in so many ways. I went and I became part of the Buddhist community and that truly feeling part of a community that was dedicated to kind of exploring the inner workings of our soul and to really striving to kind of help me find a calm, beautiful state of being. And I found a beautiful mentor on that journey. His name was Bodhinaga. And he was, he really held me in a beautiful, soft way as I journeyed with kind of, I suppose what I would class now as the first steps to to kind of shedding the facade on the journey back to self, actually. So I spent many years with them during my medical school um, training and the meditation practices that they taught me, the ethics that the Buddhist community lived by were just so beautiful. They just spoke to me. And, you know, my soul, the essence of my being felt connected to what the teachings were. I just felt something was right with that, you know, and that is my first glimmer of what intuition 
felt like my intuition was telling me this is this feels right to me in my heart in my soul in my gut outside of the crazy busyness of my brain which was what medic medicine required my soul actually felt calm in those spaces so it took me a while to actually learn that that i felt safe in the chaos because that's what academia and medicine taught me that you should be living a life of chaos a life of constantly achieving a life of being perfect publishing publish or perish is basically this saying that goes very strongly within the academic circles but actually when you step outside of the chaos what is your soul telling you like where what brings you a sense of peace what what feels like calm to you you know and that was my first little glimmer of of what that felt like so it was really really beautiful and they supported me and gave me tools that helped me to journey through that and really truly looking back at the person that i was with the deep anxiety and on occasion the panic attacks that i'd have you know to to be in the space where i am now versus who that person was i can truly tell you from the bottom of my heart that everybody can change that everybody can battle through these demons to come out the other side and i feel that because i've i have done that i have done it and i have journeyed with my clients through some of the darkest times of their life to see them almost break out of these shells these cocoons of what they perceive society wants them to be versus who they actually are and that is a truly truly special place to be but it's really quite interesting because on that journey with anxiety i used to go into my medical health professionals that were working at the student health center and anxiety was written as a big label across my file i was labeled as someone that was anxious but i was anxious during that period of my life because of the circumstances i was finding myself in of how i was holding myself in those circumstances without recognizing i needed tools to manage that and even when i stepped outside of that anxious space because i developed the tools i began doing the deeper inner work to work through what was the root cause of a lot of these anxieties every time i went back to the gp they're like oh but you must be feeling anxious about x you must be feeling anxious about y or z and i was like actually no I don't identify as an anxious person but you've identified me as an anxious person. And that really really deeply frustrated me because I was like someone's labeled me with this and now every single thing that I walk through the door with is associated with a label of of a period that I went through. And that really taught me a lot about to hold how to hold my clients the patients that I worked with on their journey because that is still to this day one of the most frustrating things that I see in clients and patients that come through my door is that they feel they've been labeled with someone and then dismissed afterwards Now what was really interesting is once I left medical school I went down I lived in Brighton worked with a beautiful team there I then decided to come back to Ireland I went to work at the National Maternity Hospital I had a research role there I worked as a clinical fellow within their preterm birth clinic um and I worked within the emergency department there and the people I met 
the strength and the power that the women that came through that hospital had was just mind-boggling for me. I just thought that the power that they held but wasn't recognised. They weren't recognised within themselves or within society to, to have this beautiful power, you know? And, you know, I then decided to go on and and journey through the general practitioner system because I was finding that the hospital system, the medical system within Ireland doing over 24-hour shifts, uh, I found it was actually really taking away from my health, my well-being, doing a 24-hour shift without a break, without a cup of tea, needing to go to the bathroom. I felt people deserved more than that. I felt my patients deserved more than how I was able to show up for them after a 24-hour shift without eating, you know? And I thought to myself, there has to be a way to give people more here. And, you know, even on my journey with a lot of what I saw within the hospital system, within my training, I really started to identify that sometimes people just needed space. People needed time to talk about trauma that they'd experience. When I was at the women's hospital, people needed to to sit with you and talk about how they felt about a miscarriage that they'd had about how their partner held or did not hold them, how they felt journeying on on a, a very traumatic path by themselves. You know, all of these things, sometimes people just needed to explore what they felt their, their mind and their emotion needed to tell them and how they needed to communicate that and be heard. So... This was all percolating in my body, in my mind, and I thought to myself, okay, I need to step out of this system because this system isn't serving me and it's not serving the people in a way that I want to serve them. So that's why I decided to open my own practice. And, you know, the more that I began sitting with people on a one-to-one, giving them one-hour sessions, I was like, this is so so powerful it's so powerful but the deeper i got into the into the compassionate role the more i began to feel deeply into the pain that people held within their body i was feeling it in my body and when someone talked about a heartbreak i felt like there was an elephant sitting on my chest when someone talked about their trauma in their womb i could feel that in my metaphorical womb space When men came in and talked about losses, trauma that they'd had with their fathers, I could feel that burning down the right side of my body. So I was like, there's something more to this here. There's something more to this. And to seek a greater understanding of that, I began to lean into the work of some beautiful practitioners with regard to the practice of energy medicine and how we hold energy in the body. And what I actually learned from that practice is that emotion is energy in motion. It's energy that's moving through the body. That's what an emotion is. So when people have emotions that are beautifully light and it fills their heart with love and joy, we're quite happy to let that emotion move through the body. But when we feel stickier, heavier emotions like shame, guilt, anger, fear, all of these things, 
we block them down, we push them down within the body. They don't move, they lodge in the body. And unfortunately, trauma impacts the body like a little atomic bomb or a, a, a big boulder that's been dropped into a flowing stream. It creates a block, a stagnancy. The energy can't flow through that boulder, so it needs to find ways around it. And when we drop enough trauma, enough traumatic boulders into the flow of the stream, sometimes we end up with dams. Our energy can't flow within the body at all. So that led me on a journey then to, to work with, with beautiful practitioners and explore what energy medicine looked like. And this has been around for tens of thousands of years, far before Western medicine ever came to pass. And I went down multiple routes with my Reiki training. And then I began on my shamanic journey, on my shamanic work. And you journey as a, as a shaman deep into the energy of what people hold in the body, into the light that we hold in the body, but also the shadows that we hold in the body. The parts of ourselves that we don't like, that we push into the shadows. The parts of ourselves that we feel the demons are too big. But putting them into that darkness gives them power, gives them light. It creates even more fear, you know. So when we begin to pull them out from the shadow and start to actually explore why we hold these limiting beliefs, these fears, we can actually shed more light in the darkness, help ourselves heal. So as I went on that journey as a shamanic practitioner, you spend the first year as a wounded healer yourself, exploring your own wounds, your own fears, you know, and something that I really, really reflect on an awful lot is that hurt people hurt people in the world. And we see that a lot around us at the moment. But healed people heal people. And that's what the path of the wound, wounded healer showed me, that the more I look deep into my own shadow side, the more that I could actually bring that knowledge and wisdom to others to help them on their journey to become their healed versions of themselves. So I kept a lot of this stuff quite separate initially because I had my medical hat on, I had my energy hat on, I had my nutrition hat on, I had, you know, my kind of just holding space for people to explore their emotions. And I learned quite rapidly that actually we are all one. We are all the physical body. We are all the mental body. We are all the emotional body. We are all the energetic body and we are all the spiritual body. We hold all of those bodies within ourselves, within our soul. And really what I've come to see is that unless we look at healing all aspects of our being on each of those levels, it's very, very hard for us to heal any of our wounds. It's really, really hard to feel whole if there's one aspect of our being that we haven't looked at. So in incorporating all of these levels of our being into my holistic practice, I have realized that we can get closer to a sense of our authentic self. We can get closer to a sense of well-being that runs throughout every aspect of our soul when we begin to heal on all levels, not just one. And that's what I feel about the medical system at present. It's about the physical body but it ignores the mental, the emotional, the energetic and the spiritual bodies. I do agree it's brilliant for acute complaints, but when we live these beautiful, messy, complicated, long lives, we need 
to actually begin to realize, well, if we need to heal on all levels, that's the journey we're going to have to take in order to feel full and well and a sense of, of connection and unity with ourselves. So that's why I've decided to do this podcast, because I want to normalize this for all of my listeners for the world (laughs) that you know I love having my science hat on I love looking at the physiology of the body I get excited about science I get excited about development in all these areas you know but I also get super excited about how we can process trauma how do we hold each other in a sense of compassionate inquiry you know I also get super excited about the things that we can't see or prove yet with science and that's energy and spirituality so you know in the full spectrum from the stuff we can prove through clinical trials through the stuff we can't prove but we know deeply with our sense of intuition and our soul journey i want to normalize all of that i want to normalize that we can talk about all of these things in union it isn't one versus the other it's not a medical doctor versus an alternative or complementary practitioner. We need to unite. The energy piece for me is probably one of the most important pieces in our journey of healing. And I've come to realize that through my training as a Reiki practitioner, with Reiki meaning universal life force, essentially you become a channel for this beautiful energy from the cosmos that channels down through us and comes out as this beautiful light that we help to bring people on an energy healing journey within the body. We are all energy. And if you look deeper into this, the way I tend to describe it to people is we're all reading energy on the day to day, but people don't realize it because we don't speak about it. So when you turn up at a location where you're like actually the vibe is really weird in here you're reading the energy in the room when you meet someone and you're like god they're so nice i want to spend time with them they've a little light about them they make me feel light you're reading their energy when you meet someone and they're like you know they seemed really sad today you're reading the energy of sadness within their body so we are all highly perceptive to this But we oftentimes ignore it because we're never told. I was never told about energy. You know, from a medical point of view, what I was told is that there's little organelles called mitochondria that produce energy for us. But a recent research paper has also shown that actually, outside of the energy that they're producing in different molecular forms, they're also generating energy. So these gorgeous little organelles, they're individually generating energy within each cell. Within each cell of our body, energy is being generated, which to me is fascinating. So now science is beginning to catch up with what Reiki healers, with what shamans knew for the last 50,000 years (laughs) on an intuitive level. Now, it's really quite interesting because my Reiki practice, it's, it, it overlaps with my shamanic work. Obviously, you're channeling this beautiful life force energy, but with the shaman element, the shaman is, is a gateway to our inner world, to the lower realms of where we hold our shadows and our darkness. They can bring you to those spaces in a very safe way. Because a lot of the time, 
where we hold our demons, our shadows buried deep within us, they are the places where we also hold the treasures and the power within us. So if we can journey into the locations where we hold these darknesses, we heal those wounds, we heal the demons, we heal the darknesses, and we retrieve our power within that. So essentially, that's what we do as shamans. We go to those spaces. But shamans can also help us journey to the upper realms of light, connect us with the beautiful energies that are linked to the divine source, to the beautiful angels, the souls that have left us and and continue to support us on our journey. And I really, truly love the shamanic work because it can be profoundly life-changing for people. Really, really life-changing. And what's quite interesting is I find energy is the primary source of where we end up with physical change in the body. When people experience trauma, it's almost like there's a huge energetic insult to the body. Now, that might be through a huge trauma or it might be through a series of small traumas that keep building up within the energy field. We feel it energetically within the body. And then what happens is our mental and emotional processing begins to kick in. We then label what's happening within the body. And remember, emotion is energy in motion. So we begin to feel the energy moving within us. We label it with our mind. And then we start seeing the mental processing coming in as we label it and attach meaning to it. We then get a physiological body response to that. So as you can see, it all starts with the energy and then it filters down through the other systems within our body to impact the physical body. Now, when people experience traumas that cause these energetic disturbances, and some of us don't even remember what the root of that trauma was. Sometimes it's so small, but so significant, but so subtle that we hold it within, within the energy field and we don't clear it because we don't really know it's there. It's in the shadows. But what's really, really interesting to me is when we hold those traumas within different parts of our body for many, many years, the physical body gets tired because there's a block in place. And then different organs, different glands linked to where that block is begin to fail. And then we get body dysfunction. So everybody that comes through to me with a physical dysfunction, we can generally trace it back to mental and emotional issues linked to trauma that was held as energy in the body. And that is what I find fascinating. And that is what I try to bring people on a journey with. Although there's a physical issue in the body, how does it relate to the mental, the emotional and the energetic issues going on within the body? So that is what my role as a, a medical doctor is as a Reiki healer, as a shamanic healer, it's to bring people into those places to help them retrieve and see what the wounds are that have led to physical disturbance in the body and to help them heal that. I do believe that we can heal so many aspects of our being. I really do truly believe that. And I have seen that with my own eyes. And, you know, some people come through to me with mental and emotional disturbance or energetic disturbance that hasn't yet physically manifested as dysfunction. And I love that because 
people intuitively know there's something going on with my energy that's not right. There's something going on with my mind and my emotion that's not right. And I love when people come through to me at that point because we can prevent physical disturbance down the line by intervening at that stage. But that doesn't mean the people who have had physical disturbance can't basically heal that physical disturbance. But it does mean that we need to go in to what preceded that, which is the the mental and emotional and the energetic aspects. And then when we tie in the spiritual aspect of that and the beliefs of how we how we sit within this world, within this universe, in our relation to each other and our journey as these beautiful energetic beings. So what this Intuitive Health podcast is hoping to achieve is to connect with you if you feel unheard in your health journey, in your healing journey. If there is a part of you that has unexplained symptoms, if there is a part of your physical body that you feel needs to be addressed, but there's no medical explanation for that, you've had every test under the sun. If your intuition is telling you that something isn't right within your mental and emotional bodies, if your intuition is telling you that your energy is off and you can't quite put your finger on it, and nobody can explain that to you, if nobody can explain to you what is happening in your system on any level of your being, I am hoping to shed light on how we might be able to help you, how this community might be able to help. And I also want to highlight that I do do one-to-one sessions. I have a private practice in Dublin. You can find my website, which gives a lot of information about the different elements of the healing and the medical um, aspects of what I do. I do a lot of work with fertility is one of my passions, but I also work with anybody that wants to get in touch to go on a soul journey. And just finally, before I go, I want to let you know that there's some exciting things coming up. I'm doing the most beautiful retreat in Southern France from the 29th of April to the 2nd of May, where we'll go on a deep healing journey. It coincides with the beautiful energy of Bieltana, the Celtic festival of fire. And I really want to lean into igniting those fires of change within our bodies, within our souls. I'll be working with people to essentially spend a couple of days shedding the versions of ourselves, the wounds that are no longer serving us, and then a couple of days leaning into retrieving our power. And the name of the retreat is Awaken the Radiant Self, and that's what we're really going to lean into. It's going to be beautiful. Aoife Miniter, a gorgeous absolutely spectacular soul should be doing some yoga movement with us every day there'll be breath work sessions there'll be ecstatic dance i'll be doing some group energy healing that's some chakra energy healing and some shamanic journey work to help us find and retrieve our power so that's all the details are under the events link in my website we'll link that in the show notes also So that is us for the day. I'm super excited to get things started and I hope that you'll join me as we move forward. And, you know, in an attempt to keep 
all of these episodes free and accessible to as many people as we can touch um we're doing that free of charge so if you feel called to please rate and share this podcast get in touch with a friend you think that will love to hear what we're talking about and get in touch with me i am available to be able to yeah to hold space and hear what journey you want to go on and i'm excited for that um so yeah so thank you so so much for being here with us and i'll talk to you again soon Lots of love for now, Dr. Anthony.